You ever just feel like you um, forgot to do something? Yeah. All last week I was like, we forgot to do something. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't forget. I was like, I came home. I was like, no, the iron was put away, the, the oven was off, every everything was fine. Yep, the cor- the corfy box. Yeah, everything was fine. I I don't know. That's so funny. I wasn't even. Oh really? Acknowledge it. I completely forgot. <laughs> exactly. That's. <laughs> I really did. I completely <laughs> forgot. No, and you guys, we didn't forget about you, the listeners. We thought about you, but no, there was, there was just some crazy shit going yeah. on last weekend. Yeah. But... There's always crazy shit. Yeah. But we're here now and we're yes. here. All of that. How do you feel about when people say, when podcasters say we love you to the audience or like <laughs> sign off with, we love you. Do any of your podcasts uh, do I, that? I don't know. Um, I, I listen. No, I don't know because I usually listen to either wrestling podcasts or historical podcasts right those are my my two go-tos uh-huh but there could be a lot of love <laughs> i in those. i don't know i have to see i i, I don't recall i don't know i, I just don't yeah. uh, i don't understand yeah i don't know i guess it, but it's hyperbole right like it's it's you know not real Yeah, well, that's yeah. I don't know. The I, apparently the term for um, the term for having having an emotional connection with people you know virtually and not in real life is a uh, parasocial. It's a parasocial relationship. Okay. I'll read. I'll read yeah. more about that. <clears throat> I mean, it's interesting. To, you know, I mean, later, yeah, yeah. I no. mean, I definitely. It's. I think especially with conversational podcasts, it's really easy to to feel like yeah. you know people. Um, and you, but you only know a portion of them, you know, I mean, not that you and I are like really mentally capable of curating our conversation that much. (laughs) (laughs) I'll speak for myself. I'm not. Uh, Yeah. I mean, but still, Uh, I mean, what you, yeah. But still, we're only giving you a portion. I know, but now you're going to make them jealous because they're going to want more. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, we're, we're limitless. We we have unplumbed depths. <laughs> oh, why am I coughing? <clears throat> I don't know. Don't cough. This week with don't the, cough. the with the, the the allergies and the I don't like it. <laughs> the, the allergies, allergies and the ragweeds and the the Afghanistan and oh, oh what, yeah. what, what, something happened in Afghanistan. Um. I don't know. I I went off social media, so apparently things keep happening. Like for instance, a fucking hurricane that I wasn't expecting. I didn't I knew there was going to be I knew there was going to be rain, but there we always get heavy rain after tropical storms, but it's not like the tropical storm comes here and shakes. I us. mean, yeah. I mean, this was pretty bad. I it I didn't bad. Uh, I have to send you photos, but the I don't know if you're familiar with the underpass that's by me. Oh, Tracy, Tracy sent it to me. The picture yeah. you took on the way to work. I, um, yeah. No, the, what was it? The, which, which, uh, I'm not really sure. It's somewhere around here. So there's an underpass mm-hmm. that goes once you go in. That's actually right by the men's shelter. Once you go there and then you come out on the other side, you're by the mall and you're in like a whole other area. And, um, yeah, it was flooded. And then, uh, yesterday morning, I walked over to take a look at how, you know, because I wanted to see, I was going to drive to work and that's a major like 
road to get to the other side. Otherwise, I'd have to go around. And at the bottom of all that water was a, an abandoned car. Yeah, oh, I was no. like, fuck. But even like driving yeah. to work the day after, um, <clears throat> first of all, mm-hmm. I I went to sleep early. I got up early, was going to go to work. I, you know, I totally forgot about the storm. So as I'm uh-huh. driving, I didn't realize. I'm like, why is this road like taped off? I'm like, fucking construction at the worst time, right? And then I realized, <laughs> oh my god, it's the storm. <clears throat> and then they're like, there's cars abandoned. It was like the rapture. Yeah, yeah, that's what my coworker who lives in Queens weird. said. Yeah, her and her husband was on the LIE, um, the Long Island Expressway, and and he said, yeah, it was just you know, it was like the the stand when they have to yeah. evacuate New York. It was crazy. Yeah, man. I love living here, but in in uh, disaster kind of situations, it's freaky. Yeah, because we're so protected by a lot of things. Like, but I mean, you know, yeah. we don't. Not to make this so preachy, but like, if we don't really start thinking about investing in our infrastructure in a couple of more years with all these fucking storms <laughs> that are coming due to climate change and all this shit, we're gonna be really fucked. Yeah. No, the like the BQE is already on the verge of collapsing. One of the big expressways here that wraps around yeah, Brooklyn and Queens. It is called the Brooklyn Queens Expressway. <laughs> With the like, they just put off uh, updating the the area that goes uh, over under oh, the promenade. Yeah. yeah, for another twenty years. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh. So there's that, but we hope everybody out there got through, you know, Ida. It was Ida, right? I, yeah, Ida. Ida? Yeah. Oh, the for those of you who've been listening for a while, when we went to New Orleans last year, or the, no, not last year. Good Lord. It's, it felt, it feels like last year, but it, it was what, two, three years, years ago yeah. now. Um, You know, we went to a plantation museum called the Whitney. And that focuses on the experience of the enslaved people there. And they got they? really badly Fuck. damaged. They had, they had to sucks. close down. They had, yeah, they're, um, they're, they committed to paying their staff, but they're basically trying to fundraise to do that while the damage gets fixed. That sucks. So there's that. Yeah. And that's another, but, another place that, you know, they should, you know, I mean, I'm not blaming the people, but the government uh, or the municipalities there, you know, whoever runs the budget needs to, should have invested in infrastructure there as well, because it, it was only what, 16 years to the date of, of the, what's the Ida that went through there? Or was it the previous one? Oh, no, Katrina. no, the one recently, it, Katrina was, um, either oh. way, they, they got, they got screwed over and they lost their power. Yeah, they got and, the yeah, double whammy. It just sucks. <clears throat> so that's what's going on in the world y'all yes and if you don't know it because it's happening to you well you know to our listeners in um uh sector four um (laughs) in space they may not understand right yeah oh my gosh can you imagine people in the future in space listening to this yes just being like, wow, people in the past had rudimentary language yes. skills and pronunciation yes. skills. Also, 
Shout out to Sector Four, right? I mean, <laughs> hey, Sector Four, Woo! love you. We love you. What out if this there? is the podcast that makes first contact because I had it right? Yep, because they're like they have a search search bot crawling for the term yeah. Sector Four on all That's audio right. transmissions. Are we being beamed into oh my space God. right now? All right, all right. <laughs> I love the podcast that we haven't even posted yet. We're like, no, right now. Right now. Right We're being now. monitored. It's going out to you. I live. mean, maybe that's why nothing was posted last week. Maybe we were already probed. That's right. Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so the world's confused. This is going to be the most heavy-handed segue ever. So the world's confusing. Shit's crazy. So is what we watched what? this week. All right. Well, listen, welcome to Broken Corners, right? <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm Karen. This week, uh, I had chose Highlander, the show, season five, episode 18, uh-huh. uh, titled Archangel. Mm-hmm. Um, Archangel. So, let me Archangel. give you just a quick rundown of Highlander. <clears throat> Highlander was a movie in 1985. Directed by Russell McKay. Here. No, we don't really need all that. So the premise of the um, the premise of the st- the premise basically. I was like, "Wow, let me go get a piece <laughs> of string cheese. I'm going to settle in for this." Um, the premise is basically that there is a group or a race of immortals uh, throughout history, <clears throat> and no one knows how, where they come from. No one knows why they're here. Um, the second movie uh, tried to say they were aliens but that got retconned um oh just oh my god it was terrible so um i mean like god awful right so um basically they're a bunch of immortals they are basically um they have to basically the only way they can die is if they cut their heads off and there is a there isn't uh an urge so to speak to combat each other and take each other's heads. Um, and then once you do that, you gain all their knowledge and ability. <clears throat> okay. I mean, that is right. a motivation. And um, that makes so sense. that basically you're all gain, you're all essentially um, fighting or, or the goal is to, the, the, the saying is there can be only one because there can be only one Highlander. I'm oh, not Highlander, immortal, excuse me. That's something else I have to discuss too. Okay. So there can be only one immortal. Um, so he's the okay. one or she that gets the prize, uh, which is all the knowledge of all the immortals throughout the years. <clears throat> and and then what? No one knows, right? Because when uh, the for in the movie Connor McCloud defeated the Kurgan, he was the one. He, he got the prize. However, there was a second movie, and they tried to explain how this came back up. Then there was a third movie. Then there was a fourth movie. I feel upset with you for Kurgan. Saying Kurgan. Why? What's wrong? That's his name. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, his the Kurgan? Kurgan. I don't know. Clancy Brown, the actor. <laughs> like, it just sounded like he was a monster. He or was something. terrible. If you have to see the movie, he's a, a horrible, horrible man. Um, he had he had bad breath. He probably did. But um, so yeah. So then the TV show. So basically, you know, this is an ongoing thing. <clears throat> Okay, wait, so how many movies? There's a total of five movies, uh, two two TV shows. Um, 
in which the TV show that we watched is the first one. one. So the which it's order? so the TV so the movie has Connor McCloud. He's the Highlander. So people often get get it confused and say that all immortals are Highlanders, which is not true. They're just immortals. High, <laughs> they call him the Highlander because he's from the Highlands of Scotland. And I need to really get that off my chest. I understand. <laughs> it's like a Doctor Who's name is not, like the show Doctor Who, his name is not Doctor Who. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. now that I have that, you know, I feel a little bit better. My back doesn't hurt as much, you know. Oh, I good. Just people understand that. So, anyway. So, the first movie, uh, the character's oh. name is Connor McCloud, of the Clan McCloud. Okay. Uh, he, so, he's the first, I guess, Highlander. And then the show is Duncan McCloud, and they're, like, cousins from the same clan. <clears throat> okay he eats donuts what? he eats donuts <laughs> duncan donut mcleod yeah and he's the <laughs> one from the tv show that we just watched <laughs> okay so, now what happened? He, he he's the he's the like sort of well he's more handsome but he's like like a superman meets george seagal kind of guy uh yeah he's like you know what he really reminds me of like the romance novel covers Oh, you know 100%. what I mean? Like, because he has like the long hair, and he has he dresses like in those puffy like pirate shirts, kind of like. Yes. Um, you know. Yeah, I felt like I was. I felt like I was. Yeah, immediately in a romance novel yeah. when it started. So yeah. he's the main character, and so. <clears throat> Wait, and so why why is it about him and not his cousin? Because uh, I, I don't think the actor uh, Christopher Lambert wanted to do a TV show. <clears throat> Does, so does that mean the cousin ate the other cousin's um, head? placenta? Um, <laughs> no, uh, oh. well, in the uh, what is it? Um, the, no, in the, he's his mentor. So it's okay. kind of like a vampire thing where you like you know, and you get a mentor when you first start out. But then I saw some. I read somewhere. Excuse me, <clears throat> that the. Like the dynamic that gets set up is a lot of the time is that like mentors and mentees will end up fighting or friends will end up fighting or family because if they're immortals because of this like this desire to to fight and take the others. Yeah, at, at the time. So they kind of they call that the well, the, the, there's a lot of jumbled history, but the quickening, the quickening? Yeah. <laughs> the quickening is a very orgasmic experience when you, you know. <clears throat> This whole thing was so <laughs> Yeah, you know, watching it, I'm like, there's literally no women in this show. And there are, yeah, but like there, there was it, not. <clears throat> it had very um the so the the main guy had this little friend who I guess was also an immortal, yes, really, but who really. was his men- mentee. Um and and they very much had a like Xena and Gabrielle vibe. Yes, yes, me. I can see that now. Yeah. I can t- <laughs> So, uh, well, so well, well, one more thing, uh just a little background too. Um you uh, Yeah. Just yeah. general context. You general you live your life, right? Uh, so and mm-hmm. then at the point of your death. So if you die at 25 or 30 and then you will wake up a couple of days later and you will be that age forever until your head is taken. <laughs> okay. So I just want to throw that one out there. So, you know, really if you know that you're immortal, you want to like pick your peak time to go. But they don't know they're immortal before they have they this don't. first no, they death, don't. right? 
So that's, oh, and I read too that it's, so if you can be potentially immortal, but if you don't know, it, the only way that your immortality gets unlocked is if you die through violence. I don't know about that. That's what YouTube said. I'm not said. sure about YouTube on that one. <clears throat> and so, like, it said that you could, it said that if you didn't know and didn't die by violence, you would you would age and you could even die of disease um, or, you know, just die of, like, natural causes in the end. Um, but, the, like, unless, like, it said either mechanical or mechanical, which I guess means, like, car crash or something. Oh, God, there was a thing. I, they said there was a, one episode where there was an immortal who was a man who was um, who they said had a, a childlike demeanor and who yeah, had yeah, autism. Yeah. And so like he lays his head yeah. down on the railroad and lets the train chop yeah. his head off. God yeah. damn. That was the um, anyways, <clears throat> like the Lenny type shit, you know? Yeah, I remember right. that episode. Okay. Okay, so within that context, so this is, it's not the original Highlander guy, it's his cousin, this is the fifth season, this is the finale of the fifth season. Season finale, yep, fifth season, this host season is and amazing, what, um, leading up to this, um, you know. Like, what years, what years This was, was 1997. This okay, and where, where did this air? I believe it was Channel 9. Which is, like, uh, now it's, Channel, is... What's Channel Nine now? The um, I don't think UP. It's not UPN because that's no longer a network. Um, what is it? Okay, uh, I forgot what Channel Nine is, but it's Channel Nine. But it was like it was like one of those. Free <laughs> yeah, networks. like you know, you have your your what do you have? Your two, your four, your seven, and then you have your five, your nine, and eleven. Right? Which I know these are all New York <laughs> okay. uh, numbers. So or or yeah. So you're, to everyone outside of New York, you're like what the fuck? Sector four, you get it. Um, <laughs> So, yep. um, everybody, everybody from in sector four is yeah. in Queens <laughs> originally. They're the descendants That's right. of Queens. Sector four, yeah. Um, <laughs> so then, um, what is it? Oh, two is, is CBS, four is NBC, seven is ABC, uh, channel five is Fox, uh, okay. Fox five, or you know, your, your, your regular Fox, not Fox Crazy News, um, or, or, right. <laughs> It's it's Simpsons yeah, Fox, not 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 yeah, not Fox. conspiracy Fox. Um, and then eleven yeah. is um CW, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah. and then nine, I I would say UPN. Is it still UPN? I mean, UPN's what's left out of those kind of channels. I thought it was something different, but yeah. Or do you say CW? CW's eleven, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so it was. It was. Yeah, on it was our channel. channel. So. Uh, it was it was on one of the channels that we did, and it was on like Saturday nights at like twelve o'clock. Yeah, totally, totally. Like that's what it had the vibe to me of, like that, um, that Beauty and the Beast. Oh show. Yeah, 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 the guy, yeah, the guy who lives in the, the guy who actually that actor actually looks like the Beast. It's it's really remarkable. Oh, right, you, you, what's his name? That's the guy. Intense. What's that guy's name? You know no. that the guy with the strong, very strong jaw. The beast. Fucking jaw, it's strong. Um. Anyway, so that's gonna bother me. He's in Sons of Anarchy. You know him. Look him up. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, so okay. So we should we read a should we read what this episode was about just so people have a general idea? Uh, sure. 
<laughs> I did not provide a synopsis. Why can't I open this link? Hold on. Links are for so, cheaters. I mean, well, let let me um, uh, let me. Are you, you break it down? Break it down. So what happened? So throughout this whole season, and you start out with episode one of the fifth season. Um, you start basically setting up for the finale. Um, that um, this woman who comes from back from Duncan's past, who's played by Tracy Scoggins, I think she was in the Colbys, or. What's the one? The um, Dynasty, I think she was one of those. <clears throat> okay. And she uh, played like um, uh, uh, like a witch or like a prophet, you know, back when he was young. So she met him when he was like, I think, like, I want to say 14 before he became immortal. And she gave him okay. the prophecy that, you know, the, only the one born in the winter solstice uh, can defeat the evil that's coming. But this is like in 1490-something, right? Or 1500s. So then, like, you know, he 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 separates from, you know, his his family that they were they were hunting a wolf or something. But I think she was the wolf. You know, like you do. uh, Well, you know, back in Scotland, in the highlands of Scotland. I mean, who hasn't had that happen where they're hunting a wolf with their family and there's but the wolf is a woman. Redheaded woman, um, you know, attractive. Who later gives you a prophecy. Yeah. Oh, that's what we're calling it? Prophecy? No, I'm just kidding. Um, So... So then, like, and then the first season, you know, you meet her and then they go over the past. Because the show runs, like, always in two timelines, right? It runs from the it runs from the present and then it's also running background to, for context somewhere a couple of hundred years prior where why all this makes sense, okay. right? So. Okay. Because, man, he's lived many lives. Um, yeah. So, she, she, you know, the first episode of the season sets this all up, right? And then you have the the middle of the season which is at the 100th episode where you you realize that there were the first immortal is uh his actual friend the guy with the short hair in this episode mythos um he's like the first immortal ever and then you realize mm-hmm. that prior that he ran with a gang called the four horsemen um <laughs> and basically the four horsemen is basically getting back together to take over the world and him and, you know, Duncan and mythos, um, defeat the remaining four horsemen, um, in the middle. middle. And that was like such an epic, um, epic, epic battles. It's amazing. And, you know, and it's all like sword. Yes, of course. Because they're all into chopping off heads, so it's always going to be sword stuff. So then, like, you feel like everything is coming to, and then you finally get to this episode where the two archaeologists in the beginning um, come across, I think they're in Iraq, and they come across this, some statue or something, and they, whatever, they release, I don't even know how, why them finding it releases it, because they didn't do anything. I think it's because the I think it's because the older scientist read out the inscription. Oh, okay, that makes sense. He did. Yeah, he touched it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it. Yeah. So then, yeah. um, yeah. So it's released. Then, uh, so it was very like Tomb Raider mm-hmm, vibes. Definitely. Like go into this temple and then find something really sort of majestic and freaky. Right. And then the I guess the spirit is released and is basically now fucking with duncan because he knows duncan's the only one that could defeat him so he starts making him see um all former uh all people that have haunted his past and that he's killed um okay so you know you start off with the 
So how old is Duncan in this? He, so it's it's set in the yeah, present day, right? Yeah, he's over 400 years old. Okay. So okay. So he's killed a lot of people yeah, along yeah, the way. Yeah, he's killed a lot of people. <clears throat> so he's pretty he's pretty powerful because he's like taken on the like their fighting prowess and their knowledge. Yeah, and, and yeah, and he, he and he trains, you know, regularly and he uh, and he does his thing. <laughs> got work out. out. <clears throat> he can't get he can't get all those donuts. Sometimes he does two yeah. days. Yeah. So yeah, so Yeah, it looked like it looked like every day was back day. <laughs> so um you can't skip leg day though. Um yeah. Basically because he's the chosen one born on the winter solstice, um the the demon needs to get rid of him so that it could bring upon evil uh at the turn of the millennium because this is also in 97 okay. and we're reaching 2000, right? That's the ah, that's okay. the whole thing. So um it needs to fuck up with him and take him out. And <clears throat> because the, there was it was saying that like every 1000 years this this power has the option to rise right. again. Is I think something right? along those lines, yeah. Is it the same power every time or like, and then it goes dormant for a thousand years or it has to be like, it was contained in that statue until it yeah, was released I, I, or something? I, I'm not too sure about the, the rules of engagement okay. for this uh, spiritual uh, <laughs> demon. Um, but okay. you know, so here we are. And then, um, so yeah, it's fucking with, um, it's fucking with Duncan. He's seen this guy. He's seeing, um, he's seeing Kronos, one of the four horsemen that he killed earlier in the season, which is the guy that was like hanging on his wall. And then, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he just goes fucking nuts. And he's seeing all these people, you know, fuck with him. And then um, no one really believes him except for his, the, you know, his mentee, who's like a son to him. Because that's another thing. Immortals can't have kids. <clears throat> okay. So. Oh, right. They're they're barren even if they never become yeah. immortal. So. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, the cruelty. What, of, what I didn't understand when I was watching it, no. sorry, was that the... Uh, the everybody around him was also immortal except like i just i thought he was special and then the other people around him were just sort of like oh yeah he's immortal and we're we're like his friend and the the weird watcher the watcher guy, guy's not immortal. he's just part of the secret society of watchers okay <laughs> so which is really interting because um the, the peepers. peepers a side note that that the first immortal um mythos which is the mm -hmm. guy that was with the white hair guy and, and like yeah the, the short, yeah, the short guy. hair guy he what he did was he basically uh because he's the first immortal and no one knows anything about it but he knows about himself he basically became his own watcher and no one mm. knew until like years later which was really why do you need to watch? Oh, her? to chronicle, you know, all the activity of the immortals. Why? Why not? <laughs> Why are you so anti-science? <laughs> oh, oh my God! If you were like born, how do you become a watcher? Like, are you born into a watcher family, and you're like, I don't want to just watch the other guy do stuff? Could, yeah, could you down. imagine you just sitting there and like, oh my God, why? Yeah. Why is this my life? Yeah, I wanted to move to Mykonos and be a cheesemaker. Oh, you could probably do still do that and um, watch somebody. Because you're only writing down their major plot events. No. Yeah, and like who they take. It's not, it's not like a, it's not like a vlog. Yeah, who they take out, you know. <laughs> hey guys, 
today's immortal hall <laughs> hey guys i'm coming here you know it's like those new like we're coming here from uh turkey and just then uh duncan mcleod just took out uh vehicle vocal that's the thing so like in, you would think in the 90s they would at least have more technology that they would they would at least have like a, a map with the pins on it like they do in old war movies to be like i mean how many immortals are there how many do they have to track I, 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 we don't know because they're not very forthcoming with information i've tried okay. to reach out but no one stella doesn't know no okay Sorry, keep going. Where were we? So, he's doing his thing, and his mentee is devoted to him and believes that everything that he's saying, and even, like, and and the other two, his other two friends are like, yo, this guy's fucking losing his shit. He, he's bonkers. Mm. He's he's done too much. He's PTSD, so to speak, right? Okay, because they've never had experiences where someone has been able to influence them psychically like this. I mean... You know, I don't know what I find it funny that in a world where immortals exist, people always are skeptical of. Other yes, things. this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I mean, there was so much crazy shit that happened. You know, like the statue comes to life and evil shoots out of the spirit was holding, and it's just like, oh, but you guys are right. Or you you cut off each other's head and like then you can you can fight with your sword better afterwards, yeah. and you're like, oh, but my my friend I've known for four hundred years. I just don't believe right. him. Crazy, right? <laughs> um. So then, <laughs> believe, believe, believe immortals. Uh, you know, one of the things that was really funny was like, um, Duncan's like shouting at, at at Joe. Who Joe is his watcher? He's shouting at Joe, and he's like, "Which also, the immortals are not supposed to be aware of the watchers. It just so happened that their paths into you know Duncan figured it out." Um, mm -hmm. but he's shouting at him. I killed him, and like the cop is right there. I'm like, how are you <laughs> shouting that you killed someone? And right, I don't know. But either way, he's like, do they did they kill regular people? If need be. Oh, if needed. So. Okay. All right. Where are we? Okay. So, uh, so Dun so Duncan Duncan's being having hallucinations. Right. Duncan's having no. Yep. He's being haunted by the people he's killed and everybody, all of his friends, just they don't see it and they think he's losing yes, it. Yes, except for his mentee who – and then uh, doubles down on his belief because the, the spirit, the evil spirit demon starts to fuck with him. Oh, and okay. Uh, so Richie, who is the mentee, sees um, the one guy, Horton, who uh, Duncan killed and it keeps seeing. Um, Did he hear a who? Sorry. No. And then he uh he sees him in a car with a gun to Joe, who's the older guy, right? So uh then like now Richie's like, Oh shit, Duncan was right. I have to go. So, okay. so then he goes to this wherever they he followed him on his motorcycle, I think, and wherever he goes. And then you know, he's sitting in a thing and then Duncan's like, No, he well, he calls Duncan first and he's like and Duncan's like, Don't go, don't go, wait for me, wait for me and like he doesn't because you know, why? Um mm -hmm. I got my sword. I got my sword. So then Richie's there. Duncan gets there. But then all the demons start, like, like all the people start coming at Duncan. Like, he's starting to see it. And he's surrounded by it. So he resorts to his, um, you know, his training in, like, um, a samurai that's surrounded by everybody. You know, you have to, you know, kind of attack each and every one of them. So he's fighting. But essentially, 
I I believe it's I believe it's called a twirl. A little cute twirl. Yeah, you twirl. Yes. You 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 put your you put your sword up at head level and you twirl. I think a little bit more sophisticated than that. Oh oh oh. But I'll 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 allow the twirl. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like twirling and fighting air, right? <laughs> he's uh-huh. like, and I this, so then finally, like uh, Richie's walking around and finally comes to to um to see Duncan. Which, if by the way, if someone is just twirling around and fighting air very um energetically (laughs) i would stay the fuck away from that person and particularly if the only way that you can die is to have your head cut off so then richie comes in the middle of the twirl and richie loses his head um (laughs) he gets to quickening he gets he gets his knowledge which is kind of you know it's sad it's like he killed his kid so to speak he killed his kid and then ate his soul. Yeah. And, and, and basically like, you know, at that point, you, you know, you're the, as an audience member, you're just like quiet. You're like, Oh my God. Well, they played the funniest montage. Well, that's, we're going to get seen. to that in a second because okay. that's very amazing. Um, yeah. Then, so he's sitting there and then the montage comes, right. Or did the, I don't know because I fell asleep and I woke up when the twirling was happening. Okay, so he he, he basically the finally Joe and uh, Mythos come the two guys and they're just uh-huh. sitting there like looking at just this mess. Uh, Duncan's crying. Uh, Richie's head is gone. Probably rolled up the block. Um, <clears throat> it'd be funny if the head went on the escalator and just started going up the escalator, but at the top just kept tumbling at the top. But anyway. What escalator? There was an escalator. They kept coming down the escalator. They were in a building. Oh, okay. Um, so basically, Duncan is like defeated, and he offers his sword, uh, like for them to take his head. Oh, I missed. Uh, he like gives it up, and like basically, Mythos is like, "Fuck off." (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, he says something like in uh, like a Native American. Because he also spent time with indigenous Native American uh, people, he says something. Okay. It it sounds like it was like some uh, chant or and like cuts. Oh, takes like a piece of his belonging and says something and walks away like you know crazy. Uh, Who Duncan or Mikos? Duncan? Like you know, like kind of like some like maybe traditional. I don't know traditional. What is he? What does he cut? He takes like the Richie's glove. And oh, then he okay. like says something in what it sounds to me like a Native American uh, something saying, and walks away. Okay. And then okay. I this is where I believe the montage comes in. The <laughs> montage is special because a that song is sang by Joe, <laughs> the watcher. watcher. Because later on he has an album. <laughs> oh, it's sung in real life by Joe. Yeah, Joe. And it is okay. the worst, like, like if you die and that's the montage they give you, like, come back to life and kick the shit out of that person, like. Yeah. You know I mean? Can you imagine, like, over your dying, there'd be, like, the, the Tiger King's fake singing? It'd be like that. <laughs> Where do I go now? And then, yeah, yeah, it was bad. And um, so that's how that ended. 
but so what was so the montage was like of all the highlights of their relationship yeah they're like homoerotic father-son fantasy yes i just like i woke up and i saw him like i thought i i think maybe i saw him twirl the kid or realize he twirled the kid and then it broke into the montage and it was just like it was like a boy and his dog you know (laughs) it was so weird and i was like what the hell just happened yeah. yeah, so that happened. And I, 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 because I was so invested, looking back, this show is terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, me and Rob, we used to, we loved the show. And oh, okay. we were at a, I, we knew this episode was coming. We didn't know that he was going to die. Okay. So, you know, but it was like the it big was, finale. It was the season finale. Yeah. So then, um, and the problem with these shows um, that are like you know fringe shows, mm-hmm. especially back then, they were they were like you never knew if they were going to get picked up for another year because right. like you didn't so have could have been the end. yeah you didn't you didn't have your Netflix or your other like you know lower tiered cable networks that would pick up like shows that people love but you know what I mean like and that don't get renewed right so um, we didn't know and so this could have been it forever right. Um, and there was not like the internet was like just starting up. There was no like, you know, rumor sheets or whatever you call it. Yeah. So wait, but so the, the episode didn't, did it end with the montage? Pretty much ends where Duncan walks off with, uh, Richie's glove. glove? Yeah. And then the sword glows into a red, like, like if it was possessed. Oh, the demon is in Duncan's sword. You know, they, I, I never, I never, you know, I need to understand season six was such a fucking shit show it's really it's not it's not it's not good to go back there i gotcha um okay well so when did how old were you and rob when you started watching it uh, we were pro- all right so i guess maybe like 17 18 okay did you watch it from the beginning no i had <clears throat> jesus <clears throat> excuse me i had to go back because uh, i probably started watching in like season three but i went back and like watched like older episodes i forgot how that happened Okay. Um. So then, oh, okay. So we were out. We went. I remember we went out uh, to hang out. We were at a bar, um, and then I put my VCR to record because uh-huh. you know back then you, you know, the VCR and the timer was the big thing, right? Yep. And for some odd reason, I was always so nervous that it wasn't going to record. Uh-huh. You know, but I like, you know, you just always hold it because it's happened way too many times to me where like I'll set that VCR timer and that shit never fucking recorded. Right. But I was like, all right, it's on a timer. It, it's going to record. So when I drink in, uh, I live two blocks from a White Castle. We each got a sack and fries uh, <laughs> because you're 21. You can you can eat all that shit. Right. Right. <laughs> and, you know, we, we get back to my place. And we sit and we, we, we put it on and we're just eating, we're watching and you know, it's you know, back then to us it's amazing and then Yeah. Richie loses his head and I'm just like, Oh my we were just like both of us were just sat there quiet for like five oh. minutes. Like just like unbelievably like what the hell's gonna happen and yeah we also don't know if this show will ever be renewed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like we just sat there, like we didn't even like, you know, like it was just utter like emotional like shock and we were just like mm-hmm. wow wow like just like wow um 
So that's why I chose it because I, I I remember that moment of of having like ten cheeseburgers and French fries and just being shocked. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, like this is too much to digest. Yeah, was, I can't do it. You know, <clears throat> you know, looking back, like it, it's you know, Duncan was like is like a piece of shit because he. You ever watch these TV shows, you know, where the hero or the protagonist is, is, has such like, um, I want to say self-righteous, but like his, their code of honor is so self-righteous until it comes to them and they bend yeah. that shit at every fucking will, <laughs> you know, that's how like, you know, um, Duncan was, uh, what's his name? Jack from 24, Jack Bauer. All these guys are like, nah, you can't do this. You can't do this. Oh, it's it's me. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's my family. Right. You know, but everybody else has to. I had my reasons. I had my reasons. But we, I had the same reasons. Yeah, but you got to go down. Fuck off. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, um, you know, that was that was that episode. Um, it was really amazing at the time. And also when season six did happen. Um, like I said, it was a fucking shit show and Duncan cut his hair and short, <laughs> short hair. Duncan was not the same. Oh, really? It, it just, yeah. It, yeah. So he had like, uh, what I, I always think of as like clubbed hair where uh, like, it's the man ponytail that's swept back. And then at the, it's like the ponytail holders at the base of the neck. Yes. Like it's very sort of colonial looking. Yes. To me. Yes. Yes. That's a very good description. Um, oh, and then he always had that clip. He had, he always wore these fancy clips. <laughs> I don't know. So what did you what did you guys like? What was it that what did you love about this show? I, I think it was, um, you know, the idea that uh, I, well, it's good versus evil. It's the idea of immortality. Um, you know, and then it's you know it's 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 the main guy who you know you want you want to be like right you because all the girls love him and all the guys want to be him right and that's mm. what it boils down to, um, in a manly world <laughs> where men are men <laughs> and heads are chopped from shoulders. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was it was a you know it was a good show. Uh, you know, and I love swords and um. Uh, and I always like, you know, I have I have a replica of that of that sword. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, it was just it was just something to do in in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I read that um, there was sort of like every, it was sort of like every week you could do like have different stunt casting because different immortals yes would come into Duncan's. You know, he would encounter different immortals yes. And so, like, I think there was somebody from The Who mm-hmm. yeah. that was on Roger it, Daltrey, and, yeah. Yeah, Roger Daltrey. And, um, yeah, I thought that was funny. Like, that made more sense to me how the, like, formula for the show stayed fresh. Mm. That it was like, who's he going to run into this week? Yeah, I mean, and you had, like, 400 years of experience to deal with, right? Like, you can always go back Ow! and forth. What happened? Sorry. Sorry, Stella got up and just clawed my leg. Oh, she was just standing up. She's and... going for your head. <laughs> oh no! She's immortal. <laughs> oh my god, the montage is starting. <laughs> Where do I go now? Oh, I hope Stall is immortal. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was uh, the only issue like in the first episode, which is like a two parter, 
Um, yeah. The the main villain uh, was um, Bull from Night Court. <laughs> Richard Mole. And I I gotta I gotta be honest. I, you can't take that guy serious as, as a like a bad like a baddie like a you know like a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way. No way. Sorry. So like, are the immortals generally a force for good, and they're but they're just having their own little fights, or are they bad too? Um, no. I mean, you can usually if they're friendly or if they're good, they won't. You know, they won't. They, they like it's not like puppies. They won't attack. Um, they won't bite. <laughs> uh, usually, it's it's someone who is has made it their goal to be the last one instead of like living life and see what happens. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like there are some that are actively just like trying to crush and speed up this process. Yes, yes. There's, there are people who are headhunting, so to speak. Okay. You know, um, or just you know, it, they may not. That might not be their goal, but they're they're evil nonetheless. Or they have evil intentions. Okay. You know. Uh, so, like, what what does Duncan's day to day look like? Well, he runs a dojo. <laughs> right, and well, in the beginning, he was an arts collector. And he had okay. his girlfriend, and then Richie broke in as like a thief, and that's how. Um, that's how, and then I think how they met, yeah. And then he, you know, he had him working. You know, he's like, you know, don't steal, you know. And when he first met Richie, he was um, not an immortal, so and no one knew that he was going to be an immortal. It was, I think, oh. I think the I think the cliffhanger of season one, where they died okay. in a car accident, and everyone thought Richie and his fiance were dead. But turns out that um, Richie ends up being immortal and his fiance, she didn't get that same. Oh, that's how they set up the bromance is that they they kill off his fiance and make and make the kid immortal. Yeah. So that then so then they can be together forever. Well, until without the lady, until Duncan files for separation of his head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I I was watching this and I was like, wow, I cannot give Karen shit for watching The Magicians. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It's just it, wasn't it didn't. Good. Well, no, it didn't. Uh, like I totally when I was a kid, I would, you know, read these gigantic sci fi um what do you call them series Mm -hmm. and you know then like my mom would be like what is that and i would try to explain it to her you can't explain stuff like this to people no it's really i mean it's really it's yeah especially because a lot of the times an author or the creator will have created such a rich universe Mm -hmm. that you're just like okay sit back down i I have to i really if you really want to be um know what's going on you're gonna have to like sit here for a minute while we talk (laughs) right Right. And even that, like, it's not the, I don't know, once, like, once you know the world, then all people have to do is sort of like, you know, like gently tap on the keys of the piano. Like, you don't need to, you don't, like, it just resonates so much with you. Yeah. Yeah. But was it, was there any sense of humor in it? I mean, like, like sitcom funny? (laughs) No, I mean, but like, not really. It's a, I mean, of course, there's always like jokes, but not, not really. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it took itself so seriously. I mean, I guess like, I don't know. That was, that was when I started to like sci-fi things more. Was when things had more of a sense of humor. Mm. 
because because otherwise it's just so campy oh yeah completely but i think that's where the humor comes in right when you when you when you right when you realize how kind of like weird and I, I yeah i mean listen back in the day i was like this is amazing but now i'm like holy shit this is terrible you know like <laughs> jesus christ you know one of the things that always and even back then i was like all right how the fuck all right i get it duncan could fit his sword in his trench coat how the fuck does richie carry his sword because what did richie wear that's like a, a leather jacket yeah like a three-quarter leather jacket then he had that big ass sword down the pant leg son oh okay make sure you don't cut your your, your penis <laughs> You don't want to lose two don't heads. I, <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> wow. This this show what also okay, so what is Duncan's accent? He's Scottish. He's not. He's Scottish. He he just would randomly speak differently at different times. Oh, because he's lived so long and lived amongst so many other people with different dialects, he's picked up all these different dialects. It's like my uncle who lives in England. He has a British accent. Oh, okay. Uncle Madonna. What did he have before? A, a Queen's accent. Yeah. Now he has the Queen's accent. Get it? See what I did there? Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Um so like did you so duncan what i what i wrote down was like is he someone you'd want to have a drink with no nah, i don't know i don't think so he's kind yeah. of you know watching it again and i think when they were talking about the opera i'm like you're kind of like an elitist douche yeah i don't know i'd have a drink with with joe and he could play his guitar and shit and we can like he could play that song um, Joe's the watcher. Yeah, we can cry over Richie. <laughs> um, yeah, I when I think I I always knew this show existed, but it didn't. I don't know. Maybe it was just too broy for me, um, or or I don't know. But I the show Outlander. That was one thing I googled last night. Was are Outlander and Highlander related? Um, because there is a Highlander in Outlander. Because he's from uh, the Highlands of Scotland. He's not yeah. he's not a mortal. But he's not the Highlander. No, and it's the lady who's the time traveler. So I was like, oh, is Outlander, you know, an intentional sort of gender swap version of Highlander? Mm. Um, but it is not. It is just based on a series of books. Yeah. Although who knows what the series of books was inspired by? I don't know when they were written. Mm. I want to say the sixties though. Um yeah. It's that made me laugh though. That was like, oh, Outlander is not Highlander. I mean, when I first saw the show out, like the heading, I was like, oh, is this, is there any connection? But there, there wasn't, yeah. It was more, it's more for the ladies. <laughs> more for the ladies. Oh, I love that you love this show so much. Oh, it was great. I mean, you know, I just threw out my, I think I threw it out. I had, because I loved the fifth season so much, I had bought. The um, 12 uh, VC VHS tape a uh, season. Oh my God. At the time, it was like 100 bucks. Um, now you could probably get it for like $5. <laughs> you get it for free if you watch the IMDb commercials. You really do. Uh, those commercials are a bit much. Um, oh God, yeah. I, they were so long. They were like 18 minutes of commercials. 
That's part of why I fell asleep. The commercials? Yeah. I have a lady who's literally vacuuming the outside. (laughs) I don't know if you could hear the vacuum. She has a wet dry vac and she's vacuuming. I guess. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck she's vacuuming, but. Oh, my gosh. Hey, everybody's got to do their thing. That's right. We all got to clean up from the storm. So. So did you watch? Did you watch all the movies too? Yeah, I've seen all the movies. I, yeah, I've seen them all, and they're all pretty, uh, pretty. The first one's really good. Uh, the second one's bad. Third one's a reboot of the first one, basically. <laughs> uh, the fourth one is okay because it puts Connor and Duncan together in the same movie, which is cool. Sexy. Uh, and I thought the fifth one I don't remember. It was in the future. It was a hard watch. Would you? Has there been talk about a, a reboot now? I think there is, and I think Henry Cavill is going to play the Highlander. Okay. Are you Are you into it? I like Henry Cavill, but he he's I mean, he I like Henry Cavill because he is um like a total like geek. You know what I mean? Like he builds computers, he plays video games, he loves like all the shit that like geeks love. Oh, in real life? In real life, yeah. Like, he's just a regular dude who looks like a fucking Adonis. Oh, that guy. Okay. He's the guy who plays Superman. Um, And he wants to do all these projects. Like, he really wanted to do The Witcher. Um, okay. And I dig that, you know? Um, But he's just, to me, like, for the same, I feel the same way about him and about The Witcher. Like, he's just too big. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, he's a, like, a big dude. Like, um... He's perfect for Superman. But he's, yeah. You know, but he like some characters. But, you know, listen. But in, in fairness, the Highlanders, the men from the Highlands were bigger than That's true. the regular men of Scotland. That's true. But because they weren't they like had... cut big, right? Like they weren't like. Well, they were they were farm boys. They right. they had better nutrition and they did more manual labor. Okay. Um, and so that was why they were recruited to be the police officers when they came down into Glasgow was because they were just bigger than the like the people in Glasgow who were, you know, like stuck in these tiny smoky little hovels not right. getting any real food. Gotcha. Um so they I mean there's a little bit of okay. precedence for that, but All right, fair enough. I mean, but also like I don't think they'd be bulked up like this. No, I mean, you know. But like I said, it's cool that uh, he wants to revive the series and yeah. in the movie, so I'm into that. Oh, cool. Do you know what platform it's going to be on? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just right now. <laughs> so I Google Henry Cavill, right? And you know how there's the people also ask? Mm-hmm. The very first thing is, is Henry Cavill in love? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Yeah. I. <laughs> Let's I, hope so. I mean, listen, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I, I think it's like an early, early production. Which which will probably change, and it'll end up being like Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, because you can't even do you can't even have a Highlander be a white guy these days because people won't let you. <laughs> it's just all. Uh... No, I actually meant that it'll be Will because he he's still upset that he missed out on the Matrix, so he wanted to put himself to another franchise. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Was he supposed to be Keanu Reeves? Yeah, he was supposed to be uh, Neo. He could have been. Yeah. I don't know if it would have worked, though. 
No. There's something about uh, Keanu's stoicism. Yeah, he's so inscrutable. <laughs> yeah, there's something about it that kind of works for that character. I don't know. Have I, you I... watched that Netflix rom-com, Always Be My Maybe? No. It's, um. oh, shoot. I can't think of her name. She's that stand-up, that, like, tiny little woman who she had a couple of... Uh... Ali Wong? Ali Wong, yeah. It's her, and I can't think of the... It's, it's, the, it's... it's the guy from the... The, the Asian guy from... Um... He's her friend, right? Yeah. Oh, what the hell's his name? He's the guy that... He just was... He had like two shows that were. Uh, he was on the 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 rock show, and he was on. Um, he's in the Disney uh, the Disney show Wandavision. Oh right, 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 and I can never get his name right. Yeah, I, um, I know who you're talking about though. But that's a super cute movie, and it's uh, and Keanu Reeves is in it as himself, and is hilarious. Oh really? Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, it's. I mean, it's a rom com, but it's it's more like an old school rom com. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's not one of these creepy new ones where someone has to have cancer. Wow. Or like, well, I'm just saying. Are you referring to Six Feet Apart? <laughs> Where like she has a cancer and he has some other thing and they can only, because their immune systems are so fucked up, they can only be six feet from each other, but they fall in love. Something like that, yeah. Or like the, the something in our stars or. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, then I don't also, know. Yeah. I don't even know why I feel that way. I just. Like I ever, it just it just seems like most movies that are supposed to be rom coms at the end. I'm like, what was that about? Oh, it's it's just finding love in the most dire, you know, horrific or whatever places. <laughs> it's just looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, Wookin Penub. Wookin Penub. Wookin Penub. I don't think anyone probably. You're you're referring to the Eddie Murphy buckwheat, right? Yeah. Okay. Buckwheat. Buckwheat well, sings. Wookin Penub in all the wrong places. Wookin Penub. That was great. Uh, that's from the Saturday Night Live for all you youngins who don't know. <laughs> I'm Gumby, damn it. Uh, Eddie Murphy, you were so funny. <laughs> um, why does why do our notes say too beat down to cry? You ever get so too like just tired? You're like, I don't even feel like crying right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just felt like saying that. <laughs> Is that how you felt this week? Uh, no, it's just like, just sometimes when you just like look at everything and it's just like, whether it's like, you know, our, the situation with like coronavirus, the situation with like um, the storms or whatever, just everything coming to like Afghanistan. Just, yeah, all of it. Uh, you know, the situation, fucking Texas and their uh, their journey to abolish abortion. I just <laughs> I just got an email. Sorry, we'll go back to that. But I just got an email from Lyft in my junk mail mm-hmm. that says that um, part of the law is that their their drivers are being threatened in Texas under the law that if they take a woman to an abortion, they can be prosecuted. Yeah, and that they're trying to provide like a legal defense fund for them, and like just affirming that that is that is an illegal. Um, that is an illegal claim to even make. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Like, they're. How about they... you? How? Here's an idea. If you're going to say somebody who drives you to the abortion is um, an accomplice to the crime, how about the guy that gets you pregnant? It's an accomplice to the crime. But then they're going to say you're an accomplice to the crime because you let yourself get pregnant. 
No, I know, but you're the woman's already the woman's already going to be. That's true, criminal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I'm not. I'm not for this. It just doesn't. I know. I what? know what you're saying. I, there's no, but there's no rhyme or reason. I mean, you're talking about a, a state that that. I don't. I. I. I, I mean. What's that Sharia law? I mean, that's what that's basically. There's going to be no difference between Afghanistan and Texas, you know. Well, that's, yeah, they both have good barbecue. I hear. I've never had Afghani barbecue. No. Oh yeah, I. Uh, Meryl's going to have to listen to this twice because I told her this last night already. So when she listens, she's going to hear it again. But there's this um, this vegan YouTube channel that I've watched for a few years now called pick up limes like pick up lines but limes yeah no i, I got you it. got it <laughs> yeah I got, got it, it. <laughs> I, just wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if i, got, I would I enunciate enough for it to be I, comprehensible um oh lines no, <laughs> <laughs> juicy um no it's this uh it's this really this beautiful woman who lives i think in the netherlands with her boyfriend and she's from canada and she she looks um you know, like fairly Arab to me. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think I thought she was Iraqi or Iranian before, um, but it turns out she's Afghani. Okay. And I was just like, Oh, that's crazy. Like I never, I never even, I don't think I've really known anything about anyone who's Afghani, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the, do you ever have that where, even though we live in New York, it's just like, oh, there, you know, there are definitely people from certain countries I've never met, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you just I, never yeah. had it in your life. And so I, it just felt really funny to be like, oh, this person who, you know, I've been watching her videos in my home for years is Our Afghani. social relationship. Exactly. Is, yeah. Like I, I, you know, that, you know, that thing about like when you, when you ride the, the same train every day and, or even, even if you just like, it doesn't have to be on public transportation, but there are people who are complete strangers, but you still see them in your periphery yeah. frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And so, like, you kind of think of them as your people, even though you know you don't really know them. Mm-hmm. But you kind of keep an eye on them. Okay. Um, not in a good way, not in a, I'm watching you. In a, in a just like, look, you know, they're just part of your world. Um, that That's what the parasocial relationship thing feels like to me. Okay. You know, that I don't think, like, I don't think that um, I know Mark Maron, you know, but I've also been listening to him talk for 10 years now and have gone to see him and, um, you know, in like when you feel like, you know, him in some weird way. Yeah. I mean, and when, when his fiance died, he legitimately was in my thoughts, you know, Mm. Um, for what that's worth. I'm not saying it does any good, but, you know, I just... I, I do think those connections mean something. Um, yeah, no, I, I do. I do. I, I, yeah, I just don't know. Like, I guess, you know, what do they say? The um, Greeks have like 87 words for love. Right. Or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And it, and each one means, it's not 87. I think it's three or four. But like <laughs> each one means like something different. Right. There's a nuance it, to it. Yeah. And, you know, or like, you know, igloo for Eskimos. Um or ice for Eskimo snow? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I, what, what, what am I saying? But yeah, I, I could see, you know, it, there's, you know, there are many different forms of relationships and the idea of love. Yeah. 
Oh, that's nice to think of it as love. Um, yeah, I guess. But like, you know, it's like, you know, if you want to like, I mean, you could rank it maybe like put it like on tiers. Right. Since we were like doing shit like that. Right. You know. Oh, but so she, she, uh, Pickup Limes had a video this week where she said because she's Afghani, she wanted to to do something about it so she you know in her content and so she talked to her parents and got their recipes and you know and did some veganized versions of their recipes and it was so cool to see her speak to her parents and Mm -hmm. um you know and she asked them what they wanted to say and um her mom said that you know everybody there is just afraid that in two weeks the rest of the world's gonna forget yeah i mean that's exactly what's going to happen. And her dad said, you know, please just remember that the people there, you know, are just are just trying to live. Yeah. Um. So there was that. But so like all the ad revenue from the video uh, was going to go to different aid organizations. Oh, so, cool. yeah, I'll put I'll put a link to that in the in the um the show notes. Um, Yeah, I don't know. But for what it's worth, it was just such a, it was just such an unexpected thing uh, yeah. because I, I've been thinking about how the whole situation is such a blind spot for me. Um, and in that it was just like, oh, that's, that's random that there's something that feels like a connection to me, whether it is right. or not. Um, yeah. It's also such a weird, um, I mean, when you really think about it for the past 20 years, it's just, it's almost kind of like been like oh yeah we're just there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and then it's just like oh shit now like and it's kind of and it's not funny but it's kind of like oh you know it's just kind of where we're there and it kind of have shit in some sort of order and now this shit is popping off and like oh okay now now this is what happens when you fuck with shit uh and then you want to leave and you've really fucked with shit way too much and I mean, it was basically now, I guess, like, um, what, what am I trying to say? Like a a relationship, I mean, an abusive relationship, but one where it was the, the codependent, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I the the other night, Brian and I were talking about it, and uh, I I think I only knew about the U.S. and Russia sort of toying with afghanistan during the cold war in the 80s yeah Yeah, but then brian said you know oh and in england invaded like two or three times and it hit me that that was what um in sherlock holmes that's where you know watson was an army doctor in afghanistan Mm. and then when they did when they did the you know the version with um benedict cumberbatch and i almost said martin short martin freeman uh because he's short it's confusing uh he was again a doctor invalided from afghanistan Mm. even though you know the original sherlock is victorian which is like you know 1880s 1890s and here we are in the the 20 teens and it was still applicable yeah i mean listen i mean we we yeah all these uh imperial countries or whatever would like to fuck shit up and leave it fucked up i don't know <laughs> I, I i i don't there i don't see how i don't i i yeah i mean i know that 
we had to leave, but I, I don't think we, you know, I don't think the way we did it was probably the best way. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I don't, yeah, like that's like that. That's like the pure definition of pulling a bandaid off, right? Mm-hmm. Like quickly. But I don't understand why the. I don't understand why the, the head count on how many how many Afghani forces they thought they had versus what they really had was so off because I think Uh, they were, I, I could be totally wrong about this. I might be remembering it wrong, but I thought like the administration, our administration thought there were 300,000. Oh, I don't, I honestly don't know anything about the, like the true peg. I I don't know. Yeah. And that was, but that was including the police, Hmm. not the, not just armed forces. And then, uh, in the in the end it was actually 50,000. Mm. And Brian told me that the the numbers of the Taliban that came back in were 70,000. So well, I don't, you know. Yeah, I mean I, but I like how know. do you lose a quarter of a million people, you know? Like how I how or, I I mean I do understand it if they just all sort of like peeled off where they were like we don't have to do this anymore and we never really wanted to. Yeah. But I I don't know. I don't I don't know enough about it to really Yeah, me me either. Like like I said all I know is that like I do agree that it had to be done. I just don't agree with the method in which it was done or maybe it could have been done better. I I don't know. But then again, like I said, I don't know. I don't know much about it either. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just a shame that like, you know, the country could put that country can potentially just really go into some dark times and, you know, the people who are going to suffer are going to suffer and it sucks. Yeah. So, well, there's that. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Uh, do you, I was, I have a recommendation. What? So I was watching, um. The Netflix documentary Untold. You know, Netflix has all these documentaries of Untold, and a lot of them are like sports related. Oh no, I didn't know that. So, like, this is one called The Malice at the Palace. Um, and do you remember, like, in two thousand four, when um, there was a basketball game in Detroit between Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> and the um, the shit just came unglued, and the players went into the stands and started fighting the fans oh, no oh yeah you don't remember this okay so this happened um so it's the palace of auburn hills yes the one that they tore down recently yeah so um so back to 2004 uh it was my first year as a grad student in uh yukon and i november 19th was three days after my birthday so i came back down from connecticut to hang out with uh couple of friends rob fred and a couple other people at the bar we would always go to and if i'm not mistaken it yeah i'm pretty sure it was a friday and all of a sudden we're all at the bar we're hanging and and then like the you know the, the sports is on the tv and all of a sudden all you see is this brawl just break out and it is in it, i had never seen a brawl like this because i had never seen like athletes go actively run into the the stands yeah like where the fans are to beat the shit out of people <laughs> um and then also one of my favorite scenes is like one fan probably like five six uh-huh. steps up to like ron artest who's like six maybe nine maybe oh my god and a big boy mm-hmm. 
And also, like, the word around town during that time that he was mentally unstable. Okay. Uh, and he, like, steps to him, and Ron Artest just fucking punches. Is it Ron Artest or Jermaine O'Neal? One of them just... So he, he, the, the guy punches the shit out of him. Amazing. What, like, what, why would... what kicked it off? So, all right. So, the you know, one of the things that they don't... The documentary goes into, like, more in depth. So, like, the year before, um, there it was the... NBA like uh what is it, semifinals I guess like right before you go into the final so the two teams from the east which was Detroit and the Pacers Indiana mm-hmm. whoever won that last game or that I think it was a game 7 was going to go into the NBA finals right okay and basically um one of their star players Ron Artest uh basically foul did a flagrant foul to one of the other players okay and he got thrown out of the game. You get thrown out, basically. Mm. And basically, they lost that. The Pacers lost that game because many people will say because Ron, Ar- you know, the presence of Ron Artest wasn't felt because he did something stupid. Right. Uh, then basically, fast forward to the next season. By the way, Detroit won the 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 finals too. They made it to the finals and they won. Okay. Fast forward next season. First game against Detroit of the season, which is this game, November nineteenth, and I base I don't remember, like I can't fucking remember, but basically, once again, Ron Artest um, pushes. Oh, they were winning. Indiana was winning by a good margin, and Ron Artest, who the same guy who did the flagrant foul, um, ends up fouling Ben Wallace, a player on Detroit. Okay. And it was unnecessary because they were going to win, right? Yeah. Like, it was unnecessary to, to to do a foul, but he just, you know, I guess felt compelled to. <laughs> um, basically, then um, Ben Wallace, who no one knew at the time, had just lost his brother, so he's going through his shit, mm-hmm. um, basically, you know, pushes and, and, and like, kind of, you know, like, punches... Uh, Ron Artest in the face. They pull him apart. They pull everybody apart. Ron Artest lays down on the scorer's like table. Uh huh. Like puts his hands behind his his head and just like is laying down. Which you know everyone was like, "This is kind of fucking weird." A fan throws a cup of beer oh. and hits Ron Artest in the head. Okay. Ron Artest. Mind you, he's a little, you know, he has issues. Oh, cool, cool. No, he's, not, he's just, he's, you know, he's a kid probably, you know, from inner city. I think he's from New York. Um, you know, growing up with probably PTSD, has anxiety and depression. He, and he states this in the, in the, the, in the documentary. Okay. And he's going, he's working it out with his therapist. He had a therapist that travels with a team. So he is like trying to like calm himself down. So you know, this is what he says. He's like, "I'm doing the uh, count to five, you know, during uh-huh. the whole thing." And then, and then the cup hits him, snaps, runs in the stands, just starts beating the the the, the fan teammate. And they interview these guys. So and and they're all like, like like you really feel bad for some, for them in for various reasons. But like they're all like ride or die dudes, right? Yeah. Like they're like nah. So one cat, Steve Jackson, like nah. I'm just gonna and he's like. You're with me. If he's like, it doesn't matter. You're on my team. I'm with you. We're gonna do it. So he runs in his stand. Like they all, everyone's fighting. 
and then they pull everybody gets pulled back and it just continues into this fucking who separated them um like just like the security and like people on the team and like people trying to trying to like control the situation yeah. because you have fans who are fighting but then you have fans who are also like trying to get the oh, fuck yeah. away so like um everything comes you know down and you know it you know finally everything gets you know separated but really it's the aftermath of all of this where you know looking back you know as i'm getting older I feel bad because these are kids, right? You, when you really think about it, these are twenty young twenty year old kids, okay, maybe twenty three, twenty, like who just don't, you know, they're kids and they're they have all this like energy and they have all this like pent up rage or whatever, you know, and they're athletes, right? Yeah, you know, that's how they, that's kind of their thing, like to to compete, you have to have a certain like level, edge, to right? You. Like level of aggression, yeah, and that's just natural. And then you, you know that's it and then you know but basically the aftermath was you know basically the nba is full of thugs mm. uh this rap music this you know um it really became like a race thing like about like you know because the nba you know these these people are overpaid thugs and like really horribly racist racist and blaming like the poor children like they're young kids um and even if they're not young, they're twenty something. Doesn't matter. They're still trying to find their way. Fuck, I'm still trying to find my way. Um, yeah. So like, you know, and basically, you know, maybe not running into the stands or the thing, but like, you know, on the court, when when someone comes on the court, you're going to defend yourself. So yeah. You know, basically, and then the NBA instituted the dress code. They instituted all these things that were basically like, you know, you can't look a certain way because we don't want our young black men to be associated with, you know, hip hop culture or whatever, you know, just ridiculous bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, and every, like the news, whether it's ESPN up and down, all the way down to Fox, you know, all your culprits of media, it's just really kind of like tiptoeing around, but also like sloppily tiptoeing around. Like like, dog whistling. Yeah. Using every, every available term that doesn't, you know, blatantly say what they're trying to say you know yeah. um i don't know it was, to, to me it was fascinating and to just you know I, I i had always found that fight fascinating because i it's it was to me it was always that one guy who stepped and he's in the documentary who stepped up to the dude i'm like never in my fucking million years would i ever step up to this like muscled lean muscled six foot whatever dude yeah. you know what i mean like why would you ever do that um but a buddy of mine at work was like, he was probably drunk. I'm like, yeah, he was probably drunk. Was he Was he the same guy who threw the beer? No, and that's a whole other thing because um, that guy – so the guy who threw the beer, they, they had to, like, search for him. They had to look for him, look through all this video because the guy who, when he ran into the stands to fight um, – to fight that guy he actually went after the wrong guy the poor other guy got it uh and the guy who threw it they finally located him but he wasn't the one that received the 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 punishment so to speak wow yeah it's it was crazy and and you i do end up feeling bad because like they're these like the like like two of them their careers were really affected by you know the suspension and like having that attached to them um you know it, it's you know it's just it's really and you could see it on their face when like 
you know like one of like one of the dudes Jermaine O'Neal is basically like you know I have come so long so far away from my upbringing to get away from all this shit yeah and um you know this just you know this is now a stigma on my career wow so that's fascinating yeah it, it was it was you know they did a pretty good job and it was, it was fascinating and and just like um, did people get did people get get badly hurt no just bruises i don't think anyone got badly okay i just found it funny like one of like one of the cats like that was involved steve jackson was like you know he's like it's bullshit like you know basketball players don't want to fight each other like we all know each other this is all you know we we fake shove each other and like he's like nah nobody want to get into a fight (laughs) you know what i mean like you got too much to lose yeah he's a bit like he's the first dude to be like throwing punches i don't know it was it's it was but i understand you know listen you, you get into shit you're a team you're gonna fight together yeah <laughs> but it, yeah it, it there's is. also i do think there's as as much as uh i don't i don't like posturing and i don't like this sort of like don't disrespect me kind of stuff like i i always think of that chris rock routine where he's talking about like how are you going to fight somebody because they smudged your pumas yeah like that kind of thing but then also i do just think there is a limit on what kind of like disrespect people can handle and mm. so yeah somebody throws fucking beer at you yeah I, I, i'm not you know, i'm not saying I, you shouldn't be able to rise above it but i understand why it's really hard to yeah, yeah, and I think what you said is true. Like, your 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 cup runneth over, so to yeah. speak. Um, but you know, yeah, I but mean, but then the, also you end up like beating up somebody who didn't do it. Yeah, well, rage, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, you know, with regards to like things like, you know, the how 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 frail the male uh, ego is, specifically, you know, the idea, you know, it's really not about this the disrespect of the sneakers. It's just about you know a constant emasculation by society yeah. that, that you know what i mean like you the only thing you may have control over is if someone smudges your sneakers you, you punch him in the face or even worse right um you know so that's a whole and you can other... and you can like go at somebody who's sort of like a peer that like you can take out on them when you can't right. reach the people who are are pushing you down yeah. all the time yeah, you can't you can't fight City Hall, but yeah, I'll go fight the shit out of Bill up the block. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good. Um, oh, that's really documentary interesting. Just to watch. Yeah. Um, do you have any? Oh, I've been watching the um the new season of the reboot of the L Word, and and oh, I really like yeah, it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool because like they. They have a lot more actually gay actors this time around, and they mm. have uh, they have actors that I know are trans, but um, sometimes they sometimes it's part of the storyline, and other times they don't even mention it, and that's cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty progressive. Yeah, like they're they're or like they're you just, don't even have they're to actors, like, and they're just people. Yeah. Like in the show, like they're just you know like living their lives and doing their thing. Yeah, like it doesn't like the the one actor that I know is trans. It's like, well, she's a lesbian, so, and she's having sex with women, so it doesn't you know like it just doesn't seem that relevant. 
and and maybe it'll be part of a storyline later. I don't know, but it's uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, I like it. Cool. It's cool to I always I mean, it's kind of like with um, Orange is the New Black, where it's cool to watch a show that it's you know there's so many women. Mm. So many women. <laughs> yeah. Just so many. They're just everywhere. What are you gonna do? She's <laughs> <laughs> just hanging around, hanging around, doing her thing. Um. Yeah, you got anything else? Nah. It was funny. I I, I wrote. Um. So, I don't know. When we were talking, uh, when we were recording this, and then like a alert, a news alert came up on my thing. It was like stop uh, dead shaming the unvaccinated. <laughs> so that's why I put like what I'm like. What do we owe the unvaccinated dead? Like, like. I, I, listen, I I don't want to shame people, and I agree with that. But you know. It's it's there's this is still this little like, mm, so I do think I do think there's a difference between reporting on consequences and gloating. And when I see like when I see that the um, it's what, like three or four conservative talk shows at this point have died. Yeah, Yeah. like there is part of me that's like, fuck them. Because it's not, yeah. it's, they didn't, they didn't just make the decision for themselves and die, which has mm-hmm. the ripple effect that it will have because they're human beings. Mm-hmm. It, they also like actively spread that and they, mm-hmm. they killed other people. So there is part of mm-hmm. me that's like, for, you know, for them, I'm, I feel like, you know, fuck you. I'm not, mm-hmm. but I also don't, I'm not like exhilarated that they're dead. I just, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I mean, but they, they, it seems like every day, especially WAPO, I'll see, you know, there's another, mm-hmm. oh, this vaccine denier, you know, their child died. And now they're like, oh, we have to get vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, we're sad. Yeah, you are. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your pain, but I hope other people see it and, and do something different. But so I I don't know like I do think it needs to keep being acknowledged but like if anybody's saying ugly stuff Yeah no know, I mean yeah that's not great like, no, but yeah. No it's not but I mean I there's still like yeah it's mm, I don't know that Schadenfreude thing no it's not Schadenfreude I Yeah Schadenfreude. Yeah I mean and it's it's understandable I just I don't know I just want it to I just want it to stop yeah, Like I, know, I would I like I would I would happily I would also happily be wrong about everything that I think like, Oh, COVID's not real. Okay. Then it'll just stop. Yeah. Yeah. This needs to, this needs to end. Even though I know we're in here, we're, this is probably another year and a half going. Yeah. Because, uh, because it's because, because (laughs) it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's too much. It's too, it's too damn much. However, Joe Rogan. Okay. That, uh, All right. I did think that was funny. Okay. I hope that dewormer is doing you well. What a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> uh, I also, you know, it wasn't his COVID um, or his Iver- Ivertin? Ivertin? What the f- uh, dewormer shit that shocked me. What shocked me is he's like the highest paid podcaster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's one of the originals. Like... I think Spotify just paid him like 150 million, mm. and I'm like, I gotta end my Spotify. 
that's a that's a boycott. Um, <laughs> Are we? We've got to start taking dewormer. Oh my god! If you, I, if we hadn't missed last week, we would be the highest paid. And instead, Joe true. Rogan got in Joe there. Joe Rogan beat a goddamn Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, you come a long way from news radio, Joe Rogan. Yeah, and from trying to get people to eat tarantulas. Oh, that's right. Fear factor. And liver guts and whatnot. Liver guts. Oh, <laughs> liver guts. There was one was like monkey nuts or something. A oh, bull balls. Oh, boiled bull balls. That was that was that was when I that. Oh, you know. is that Rocky Rocky yeah. Mountain oysters? I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's fucking foul. Um, no, that's those. I don't think they have balls. <laughs> oysters. I don't know. <laughs> those are yeah, those are pearls. Um. No, he, that guy, he's so annoying. I'm still not saying I want him to die, but I'm just like, God damn. I mean, he doesn't really look healthy when I look at him. He looks like a swollen thumb. <laughs> like if you like if you nubbed your, your big toe against the table a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do agree. I do agree. But it's not that it's not that he's ugly, it's that he's ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean, ladies? <laughs> hey ladies. Um I yeah, I I don't like my my true beef with him is that he he provides people who are conspiracy theorists and say weird things and say things that are hurtful to so he provides them a platform. Yeah. And whether he agrees or disagrees, um, it's very it cynical because it's dangerous because of, because of his popularity. Right. <clears throat> well, his no, his like dumb guy, every man thing has like lowest common denominator appeal, and then he has this huge platform. And right. I don't know. I guess. I guess. I mean, I saw a thing that said uh, <laughs> it was a, a like. Uh, farm supply store and on the shelf under the the worming supply it said yeah like in order to buy this you must show the cashier a picture of you and your horse together your horse yeah yeah i um like it's pretty it's it's pretty um crazy that whoever leaks these things like are clearly just leaking them to get their stocks up right right like it's 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 really insane because like t- like it could be like you know i don't know like tomorrow like palm olive you know cures you know covid it cleans your insides so to speak um and and softens your it softens your lungs while you do dishes um i don't and then all of a sudden the what what what's the owner of palm olive i forgot the name of the company okay. but all of a sudden is it colgate oh yeah it could be all of a sudden their their stocks will go up or whatever because everyone's buying it's it's really insane yeah just because they're saying your name (laughs) you i don't know all right i don't know everything's okay everything's okay everything's everything's fine yeah everything everything will be all right (laughs) everything will be all right yeah well thanks for listening (laughs) 
<laughs> you're okay. We're okay. You're. If you okay. see anybody twirling with a sword, if you don't know if you're immortal, don't back up either way. Don't walk into them. No, don't. don't try to hug a man twirling with a sword. It's okay to hug people. But now if they're twirling with a sword. Yeah. It's okay to hug them twirling without a sword. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got the balance, go for it. Hugging. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. See you next week. Maybe. No. <laughs> Ah! <laughs>